0: Joining us right now on the uh, on the line, I, you know what? I got to give credit where credit is due. My guess would have been that Shine would not have been able to spell Matt Grislick's last oh, come name on. properly, but he did spell course it properly. Can. Matt, well, of course he can. Hello, Matt. How well, are you? Good. How are you guys? I would have bet money he wasn't going to get that right. It took me all you know yeah. a year of practice to get your name right. I would
1: have never spelled.
2: That How
0: right. long did it take you, Matt, to spell your name? <laughs> I think I'm
3: still working on that. I think some of my best friends probably still have no clue they are giving up by now. So, um, yeah, I've dealt with that my whole life.
0: You, uh, you've won eight straight. The team has a 14-point lead in the Atlantic Division right now as things stand. Are you surprised at how well this team has played right out of the gate this year?
3: uh you know maybe a little bit just considering uh how you know how deep of a run we made last year obviously and uh with the uh, the tough ending there in in game seven but um i think we just made it a made it a focus to try to regroup as quick as we can and um you know we, we haven't really been playing our best hockey lately but we've been finding ways to win games so i think that's a sign of a really good team so um you know that's kind of a, a little bit scary to think that we can play a lot better, obviously. And, Hopefully the results will uh, continue to fall.
1: Now you guys have the best record in hockey, so clearly you're good both home and on the road. But no regulation losses at home yet. You're twelve zero and four. What do you think goes into uh, such a good home record?
3: Um, maybe just you know comfortability playing in a building, um, having last change. Obviously that helps a lot. You kind of control matchups a little bit, but um, you know I think it's really important to kind of establish that. Um, you know, coming into our building, it's going to be a tough place to play for other teams every night. So, certainly happy about that. And um, you know, obviously, you got to be able to have a good record on the road too. So, um, you know, hope we can keep that up.
2: Now, you guys are playing so well. How do you avoid complacency setting in because you look and go, we got such a big lead, you know, if we got to take a couple nights off here and there, we could do that. How do you, as a team, say, hey, we got to stay focused and kind of keep our uh, our foot on the pedal to the metal?
3: I think our coach and staff does a great job of keeping us focused. And, you know, as I mentioned before, I think as a team, we, uh, we certainly realize that, we haven't really been playing uh, you know, up to our standard uh the last couple kind of, kinda of couple games. Uh, I thought we had a really good one last night, uh, against a tough team, but um there's still obviously things that you can work on and we've kind of addressed those issues and um you know, we we have found ways to win, but like I said, we can definitely play better. So we're well aware of that and we're just gonna continue to work on those things.
0: The Bruins may be starting to get a little healthier. It appears that everything is on track for John Moore to make his first appearance of the season tomorrow night when you guys host the Blackhawks. And what it has meant at least in practice today is that you've moved from left defense to right defense on a pairing with Moore. What's involved in you switching from the left side to the right side?
3: Um I think, you know, there's I think there's kind of pros and cons to uh to, to switching over I think uh you know playing the offensive zone when you're walking the blue line it's actually kind of nice to to be in the offside you can kind of see more of the ice but you know obviously when you play uh you know a certain number of games on the left side and once you switch it it can be kind of a challenge but I felt like I got uh kind of used to that last year with, with all the injuries we had so um you know no matter who I play with I still got to go out there and do my job and um you know really excited obviously to have Johnny back he's uh He's worked extremely hard this off season, and he's such a big part of our team, big part of our locker room. So it's uh, it's great to see his hard work pay off.
1: David Pasternak has 25 goals, and he's on pace for 73. And we keep saying like, ah, oh, yeah, he's not going to be able to maintain that pace, but he kind of has. Do you guys expect him to score a goal every night?
3: I mean, you know, the number of chances that he creates for himself, it it really wouldn't surprise everyone. You uh, know, I mean, obviously, it's. It's uh it's the NHL it's, it's it's the best league in the world. So um, you know, it's it's not realistic to, to score a goal every single night, but um, you know, he certainly looks like he's going to and um he's just playing so well right now, not only offensively, but playing defensively responsible as well. So uh he's putting himself in those situations and um you know, obviously there's a lot of chemistry with uh, his line mates, so um, you know, obviously really happy for him and his start.
2: Now, you, you talked about having that chemistry with, you know, playing on a uh, pairing with a certain guy, certain guys. You've moved around. How do you focus on saying, okay, I, I need to try to stay the same player I am when I'm maybe with a different line mate, or do you kind of have to change your game based on who you're paired with on the defensive line?
3: Um, I think, you know, for me, I, I try to focus on, you know, the things that I do that, uh, you know, how the help, help team have success, which is, uh, you know, control my feet and um, play with my head up and move pucks quick. So I think, you know, no matter who I'm playing with or whether I'm playing the left or the right, that that shouldn't change. So that's always my focus going into games. And, um, you know, I'm just going to try to rely on kind of experience dealing with, uh, you know, playing on different pairs and playing, uh, you know, both sides of the ice. So hopefully that will uh, kick in tomorrow.
0: We're talking to Bruins defenseman Matt Grizzlick. I wanted to talk to you about the the leadership group on this team. Everybody knows the record that the Bruins have had since Bruce Cassidy took over, second-best winning percentage in the league since he assumed the head coaching job. But he keeps talking about how the leadership core of this team is where most of that comes from. And I assume he's talking about Chara and Bergeron and Krejci and maybe Marchand. Tell me what the leadership group means to the operation of this franchise day-to-day.
3: Yeah, it means everything. Uh obviously those guys have been here for quite a number of years and they mean a lot to uh to the city in general and uh obviously as players we know uh how special um all those guys are. They're they're our best players every night and we rely on them, um, you know, not only to, to lead us on the ice but also, you know, vocally in the room to, to keep us in check. Um so, you know, especially kind of as a young guy uh coming into to the NHL it could be you know, kind of a daunting task, but those guys do a great job of, uh, including us and making sure that we have, uh, you know, a voice in the room. And I think that goes a long way into building team chemistry. And, um, I think you see that kind of, you know, directly relate to on ice play. So, um, can't say enough about those guys for, for, you know, including everyone and, and making sure that we're ready to go every night.
1: As great as the season has been so far, one area where you guys have not had success is in the shootouts. It just seems like that is an area where you just can't break through. And one. we're
0: blaming you, Grizzlick. Yeah, when are you going to <laughs> get a crack at
1: that? When <laughs> yeah. are you going to get in there? And what, what do you think that is? I, I'm
3: thinking the same thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I it's just how, it's just how it worked out, I guess. But um, no, I think it's something that we're not really too focused on. Obviously, we're we're trying to win a game in 60 minutes or you know, in the extra time if if it comes to that. And, um, you know, thankfully for us, there's, there's no shootouts in the playoffs. So, um, but yeah, it'd be nice to, to get that extra point on, on those uh, I think it's four four times that we've had a shootout this year. So, yeah, um, yeah we've just got to do a better job, obviously, of, of trying to, you know, establish a lead and kind of let our goalies uh, you know, battle for us and, and make a few saves. So, They've done their job. It's up to us to to put a couple in the back of the net.
1: Who's the best at it on the team? Like when it comes to practice, I mean, we can all see what their stats are in the games, but just in in practice, who who do you think is the best shootout guy you have?
3: Uh I don't know. It's it's tough to say, uh, especially as Dave, when they're kind of working on shootouts. We're usually working on our own thing. So, um, you know, if I, if I had to guess, it'd probably be Pasta. I think he's he's really creative, obviously, and. Uh, you know he's a threat to shoot. He's a threat to go backhand. Uh, he's a threat to to fake and go back to his forehand. So he probably keeps the goalie guessing uh, at best, and he can kind of change up his speed. So uh, I'm sure he's a tough one to stop.
2: Now we we talked to Charlie McAvoy early before the season started. He said one of the things that Cassidy talked about is getting the defense involved in the offense. And so what do you try to do as a group? You know what what what's some of the things that you guys try to do to say hey. As a defense, let's try to get more involved and create opportunities for us to maybe make some plays in the offensive scoring zone.
3: I think for us, uh, offensively, a lot of that has to do with how we move the puck in the neutral zone. So um, for sure when those opportunities present themselves in zone, you want to uh, you know maybe drag your feet to the middle and kind of change an angle to get pucks to the net so that you know our forwards can either get a stick on it or we're get a second chance rebound, but um, you know, I think we're at our best when we're moving pucks quick and we're not, you know, wasting time going D to D or waiting for our forwards to swing back low. We're uh, as a decor, we're, we're moving pucks up to the first guy we see and using our legs to get up the ice. So, um, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job of it so far, but um, you know, you always want to add to the offense, but you know, I can't take away from the defensive side of the puck and you can't be defensively irresponsible. So, uh, it's a little bit of give and take.
0: Jake Debruska is the uh, self-appointed grader of sellies on the team. He was very disappointed in Charlie Coyle and David Krejci for their, their sellies last night. How does he grade your sellie?
3: Probably brutal. Uh, you know, I'm not used to scoring, so when I do score, it's probably a little bit of a shock. Um, <laughs> and I'm not really sure what to do uh, with my hands or anything. I just kind of want to celebrate with my teammates, so I'm sure he would not have good things to say, but um the guys certainly give him grief for, for going as hard as he does.
0: Yeah, he's kind of into the Selly thing, isn't he? Yeah, he he's definitely coined that for
3: sure, but uh rightfully so. He he does a good job of it.